This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. She is the founder of 365 Give, has a top 100 TED Talk called How to Be Happy Every Day, which is what we're going to talk about in the show. And she is the founder of Do One Give Day. Jacqueline Way, welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm so excited to be here with you today, Mark, and uh, you're my happiness for the day, my friend. You're supposed to say you're so happy to be here today. I make, well, I'm excited because, you know, this is an honor to be with you, uh, but I'm happy we get some time together. Well, I am too, because, you know, we are in the global zombie apocalypse pandemic. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are, um, to use an analogy from my childhood, Winnie the Pooh, you know, a lot of people are Eeyores. They're like, well, it's all not going to work out. We're all going to be eaten by zombies. We're all going to die. And, <laughs> and I want people to be either... A Winnie the Pooh, which yeah, I am I, not. I like, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, you got to use Winnie the Pooh's line in there. You got to use Winnie the like. Today is the best day of the year, and that's what yes. Winnie the Pooh says every time. Yes, but I'm a Tigger. Okay, I I take Winnie the Pooh and amplify it. Now, here's the thing about Winnie the Pooh. If you don't know who Winnie the Pooh is, listener, go Google it <laughs> because there's no way in the world they would create a Winnie the Pooh character in 2020. Just saying, uh, a bear with no pants. I mean, wear some pants, dude. Uh, but he was always happy. He had his honey. He was happy with Christopher Robin. It was a good old day. Um, I think more people need to tap into happiness. So let's talk about happiness because your TED Talk is, by the way, congratulations on having a top 100 TED Talk. That is incredible, by the way. So I want to give you hats off to that. How to be happy every day, which is the title of this episode. I mean, thank you for giving me a ready-made title for my episode. It it reduces the work I have to do. So let's talk about happiness in, in 2020. Yeah, let's talk about happiness. I think it's a really important topic right now because as we know, uh, you know, COVID has been a really interesting time, I think, for people. And I, and what I have seen is people have gone one way or another. And you either have fully appreciated the time to step, step back in your life. Um, it's given you that, that solitude time, um, quiet time, slow down time, or it's been the other side where everything seems like chaos, the world's coming to an end. Um, you know, and a lot of people, listen, they, they're out of work, they're struggling financially. Um, you know, I am one of those people that when we shut down here in Canada, I became a homeschooling parent to three children. Uh, and let me tell you, that is not a job I signed up for. How old? Uh, my, mine are still young. Uh, I have nine, 10, and 13. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. So these are not independent workers. And, uh, you know, I actually started when we knew we were shutting down um, before we actually had to start our schoolwork. I started happiness school um, here at home and we started making a plan every day on doing projects and interesting things together that were going to bring us some happiness. We knew we were in for the long haul. Well, that lasted for about two weeks. And, you know, we all started getting our boredom on um, the frustration being together all of the time. And it said it sets in for everybody. So I completely understand it. I'm not in some bubble of happiness that it doesn't affect me as well. And I think the really great lesson through all of this, and, and I'm somebody who speaks on happiness all over the world, is that it, it I had to stand back uh, and go, okay, hold on a minute. I'm not, I'm not feeling it myself. So I need to stand back and go, instead of just trying to get through the day, how do I feel excited for the day. And I realized at four o'clock every day, I was like, oh my God, thank God, it's finally my kids 
iPad time and I get an hour to myself. And I realized I really didn't want to live like that. That that was not it. And I think so many people have been like that. It's the fear that we're living in. And the problem with fear is fear literally drops our immune system, which makes us sick. Um, it doesn't help us during this time. And so, you know, what we always talk about um, and, and we literally educate the hearts and minds of people at a global scale is how do we look at the psychological um, aspects of well-being? Because that word well-being is thrown around a lot right now. And most people don't even know what some of those pillars of well-being are uh, from a psychological perspective. Um, how can we create almost a happiness toolbox so that when you're starting to go a bit down the drain into the stress, the anxiety, the depression, how can you pull some things out of your happiness toolbox to create feelings of happiness for yourself. And you can do this because our brains and bodies are actually built for it, which I'd like to talk about today. Um, and how can we take that time and how often do we have to take that time every day? So we start building our happiness muscles and we have a really easy, I have a three-step process that I do myself personally. I practice it every day. So I know that no matter what goes on in the day, what goes on in the world, what happens with my family, what happens at school, that I know that I am taking that time to focus on bringing happiness into my life. And then you get the momentum going of happiness and it gets really easy. Now, I want the listener to understand something. You said something very key, and you may not even realize you said it. You said, you know, you aren't always happy. And when when people look at me and they go, Mark, you're a productivity expert. You're not always happy. No, I have good days and bad days. Nobody is their thing, their optimal being 24-7, 365. It doesn't happen because there's this thing called life. You know, uh, COVID happens, someone dies, someone gets sick, you know, you lose power, whatever the case may be. So I want people to understand there is an ebb and flow. And you Absolutely. now you're probably more happy than you're not. I'm more happy than I'm not. But we do have those off days. It just happens. Oh, completely. I have off hours. I have off moments. I have off weeks. <laughs> but but the neat thing is, is when you actually start practicing happiness, you make a conscious effort to change things around. It gets easier and easier and it becomes part of your daily routine. It's like going to the gym. You got to build those muscles. You got to build your brain to create new, literally neural connectors. I'm, I've become like a neuroscience nerd um, and we can actually create new pathways uh, in our brains um, that will put that thinking mind of ours. I call it our monkey mind where our monkey mind will automatically, instead of going to doom zombie the world is going to explode to instead you automatically um, start creating those neural pathways that create thoughts of happiness which stimulate it in our body and create feelings of happiness it's almost like reverse engineering people think that they have to like go out into the world to get happiness and you can actually reverse engineer it from inside your body and inside your brain and then it comes out from the world. We all say happiness is an inside job. I think most people have heard that before. Mm -hmm. It actually is because we are built and our bodies and brains are built to create it from the inside out. And what's amazing is the most productive people I know, including myself, tend to be happy. It's very difficult, I would argue, for you to be miserable, to be you, you to be an Eeyore and be productive. Okay. You can be some form of productive, but you won't be your most productive self. So happiness ties in directly with my favorite subject, productivity. 
Yeah, well, completely. And this is actually really great for everybody to understand. And I actually have explained this to my children. It's this simple is if you look at our brains as two, um, two parts to our brains, there's, and if you actually hold your hand in a fist, you have the part of your hand that comes over top of your thumb and your thumb is tucked in, uh, to your hand. The middle part of our brains, that's our feeling part of our brains. The part that comes over top and in front of our brains, that's our thinking brain. And here goes the challenge. If your feeling part of your brain is off in regards to stress, anxiety, um, you know, sadness, any of the negative feelings, the thinking part of your brain, I'm not going to say completely stops working, but does not work at its best. So when your emotions are off, we always say, I say to my kids, you flip your lid. So you flip the part of your thinking brain. And that's where people feel that feeling of getting stuck. Um, and you feel like your brain's just like, you know, you're not multitasking as well. You're not getting many things done in the day. You're not feeling productive. So when you can get your emotions under control, then the thinking and creative part of your brain is under control and will work at its absolute best. And it doesn't matter if it's your children in school or it's you at work. That's when it's working their best is when your your thinking part of your brain is in control and emotionally regulated. I love it. Well, let's, you gave us a hint earlier about the pillars of well-being, about a toolbox. So let's unpack that a little bit because uh, I, I like people when they listen, unless you're out running or driving, don't do this if you're driving, have something to write with because I got a feeling that you're going to give us a lot of gold here and I want to make sure people capture that. So dive into that for us. You bet. And, uh, you know, you can always come back and replay it, right, Mark? Uh, oh, and you listen can again replay and again. An <laughs> you're kidding me. Is that technology exists? It, I, is, I also, it exists. I also heard the rumor that there's a pause button on the podcast players too. I don't know if that's true or not in, in Canada. Yeah. You know, I believe in the philosophy of come back and, and listen to it all yep. over again. Or rereading a book again. A lot of people go, why would you read a book again? I was like, because it was so good. I'm probably, you could learn something again. So reread a book. You really spoke to you. Reread it again. Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out MrProductivity.com to find out how to be coached by me for less than a dollar a day, get my top five productivity tips, and so much more. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Absolutely. So I have this kind of theory that I have created and I call it the stack theory. And I want you to think of it a bit like a pyramid and starting at the bottom of your pyramid, the C. So it's not stack as an S-T-A-C-K. It's stack S-T-A-C. And it's just a, a way of people remembering this. So the C is the bottom of your pyramid. And that stands for control. And, and what we know for sure is that we have the ability to control how we feel, whether that's good or bad. It's all about, and that's one of the, the pillars of well-being is that when you feel control of your life and your emotions um, and the way that you're, you're coming out in the world in whatever way that is for business, as a family, um, in any direction, when you feel in control, you're at your best. You're working at your best. You're most productive. You're the happiest. You're excited. You're all of those things. So the bottom of this is the the control and it's learning how to control your emotions. And when you do that, everything will fall into place. So the next one is, is activate. Now activate is uh, represented for, for the way that you feel because we can actually activate parts of our brain and our body to create 
feelings of happiness. And I'm going to explain this really quickly. And I call it your daily dose of happiness. And dose stands for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and your endorphins. And these are both hormones. Uh, and they literally start from your stomach physically, and they go into your heart and they go right up into your brain. So they're hormones and neural connectors in your body and your brain, um, where you can actually stimulate feelings of happiness, love, excitement. So dose and dopamine, that's that feeling, that natural kind of um, super high feeling, excited feeling. So, you know, a great example, and this is not a swear word, but if, when you have sex, that's dopamine. Um, so that's that feeling that you get of like, oh my God, you know, for some people that's going out and buying a new pair of shoes, um, <laughs> you know, but that's that feeling of really excited. Can't wait to get up in the morning and start the day. Oxytocin is love. That's what you get from, um, you know, a, a hug, your first kiss, um, a romantic, really not even a romantic, just a loving relationship with another person. It can be between, um, your child and yourself. Uh, the next one is serotonin. Well, those are your happiness, uh, hormones. And the last one is your endorphins. And people would know your endorphins from the saying, a runner's high. That's that high feeling you get when your endorphins kick in. And here's the really neat thing of how you can activate all four of these at the same time. And there's not a lot of things that you can do to stimulate this. And it's something that people don't uh, always realize. Um, but it's actually small acts of giving. So, or you can call it random acts of kindness. We call it giving. So this is a way that you can do it. And especially during COVID, we've seen this a lot where you're sending out notes of gratitude to people. You're posting positive messages um, on social media. You're helping a neighbor. You're being kind to a stranger. You're wearing your mask to protect others. Um, you're washing your hands, again, to, to keep each other safe and in our communities. And we've seen so much um, goodness in our world over COVID. Um, and it's that ability that we can all go out and do something that's just good in the world every day. And it will stimulate those feelings, that that daily dose of happiness for you. So that's the activation in our body. And the, the next one is think, um, and that's the T in stack. So we actually have the ability in our brains are, um, they're like computers. So people have to realize that that, and I call it our monkey mind, we all have this internal voice that goes on inside. And I know some people are like, oh, I thought I was the only person that had that inner voice. We all have what's that thinking voice that goes on in our head um, all day, every day. We have something like 90,000 thoughts that run through our brain on any given day, sometimes less, sometimes more. What people don't realize is you actually can control that voice. And the reason I call it a monkey mind um, is because it's a bit like an animal that you have to tame, but you have to practice how to control that voice that's going on in your head. Because a lot of times during the day, you'll be sitting there in your office and you'll be saying the negative things. Oh, I don't like what the person did down the aisle for me. That person's, you know, not great. Um, I don't feel good about myself today. I don't like my outfit. I feel fat. Um, or it's, oh, my husband and I got in a fight today. And you're literally replaying these over and over and over in your head. And Mark, you've probably had this experience where you literally are having a conversation with somebody in your head, either that happened the day before or that you think might happen tomorrow. And you're standing there having a conversation with somebody and it's never happened. Yep. And, and when you take that moment to stand back and go, oh my God, and I do this myself every day. And I, sit, and I, I literally stand back and I go, I'm sitting here having a conversation with somebody in my head and it's not even real. 
So that's the control factor is how do we learn to control that monkey mind? So it's actually running things through our head all of the time that create feelings of happiness. So here's another example for you. Um, Mark, have you ever watched one of those really great videos on social media where somebody's rescuing maybe a dog that's fallen into a river or the elephant that has fallen into a hole Mm -hmm. and the whole village comes together and, and saves the animal? course. Well, those are amazing videos and they make you feel good when you watch them. Like those feelings of compassion and oxytocin and dopamine, they all start kind of coming out through you. Well, here's the really neat thing. We have something in our brains called mirror neurons. So when you even watch something like that, you can actually stimulate that daily dose of happiness that I just talked about. Your brain doesn't know the difference between what's real, like when I mean what's real, like what's right in front of you and something that you're watching on TV. Your brain will just stimulate those chemicals right inside your body. So this is all about learning to control the way you think, activating that daily dose of happiness, and also remembering that you can't go from depressed and anxiety and stressed to happy in one step. And my son actually taught me this, and it's the the S in, in um, stack. And that's you have to do it one smile at a time. You literally have to do it one happy thought at a time. You have to do it one happy action at a time. And so I always say to people, you've got to practice your happiness at like three different intervals during the day. When you first get up in the morning, you got to practice it again somewhere around lunch. And then before you go to bed at night, because you're literally programming your brain before you go to bed at night, how you're going to wake up the next day. And you can program it for happiness or you can program it for that to do list so that the minute when you get up in the morning, you're already on your phone. You're already feeling behind. You're already writing the to do list in your head. You're already on CNN or Fox News going, oh, my God, look at our world. And it's done. You haven't stimulated one part of happiness in your body. When you can set your brain and your body on that happiness for the day, you will you will fly through your day in such a different way. But it takes time and it takes practice. And so that's what I, I constantly remind people is if you remember the stack theory, smile, think, activate and control. And you constantly go back to that. You're start to, you're starting to take control over every aspect of your life. You're taking control over your emotions. You're taking control of how you're showing up in the world, and you're taking control of that monkey mind that puts all of us down the drain at times and literally freezes us. People say, "Oh, you know, I'm frozen in my life, or I'm stuck in my life because of something that happened when I was a child." And you know what? Whatever happened to you as a child, and and I could list a lot of things that happened to me when I was a kid. They're not real anymore. They're done. And the only way to get unstuck from your past is to be really present in your right now. And what can I do right now to change exactly how I feel in my life? Well, I can tell you, uh, and if you've listened to my show for any length of time, listener, I wake up every morning in great anticipation as if it's Christmas morning. I'm a little little kid. And every day, every day is a gift. Now, I wasn't always like that. But now I can honestly tell you seven days a week, I wake up at 5 a.m. And I'm excited for the day. I can't wait for the interviews. I can't wait for my coaching calls. I love this. And I and I really want everyone to feel this. And here's the thing. If you wake up every day and you're like, oh, I don't like my life. Well, guess what? You can still keep doing your job so you your family has a roof over your head and you feed the kids, but you can go, huh, I only work at this job 
50 hours if I include, uh, you know, um, transportation. Hmm. I'm really passionate about X. I'm going to learn how to monetize X on the weekends and late at night. And what happens is, as you keep sticking with it, like call the side hustle, eventually you may make enough money in your side hustle to quit your day job. So just because you're at a good job in terms of money and benefits, but you hate the job, it's not a prison sentence. You only get one life and you, you should be happy. So what I encourage people to do, and I got a feeling that you're going to agree with this is if you don't know what makes you happy, go someplace quiet with just a notebook and a pen, no technology and write down all the things that make you happy. I guarantee you, you'll come up with an idea goes, wow, I can make money at this and be happy at the same time. You're serious about your online business. I am too. That's why I proudly host my website on Kajabi. It's everything you need all rolled into one platform. For more information and to try Kajabi free for 14 days, go to the link in the show notes or go to markstuchowski.com forward slash Kajabi. That's Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. You know, I completely tell you, there's two points I want to give people out there because this is around productivity, is they are actually able to measure um, the ROI of happiness for companies and the productivity of your employees. And when you turn this around and you start creating opportunities for your employees um, for happiness, helping them understand happiness. Um, and one of the big parts of that is giving, it's actually creating um, CSR programs, corporate social responsibility programs uh, at work because people want to feel like their life has purpose and meaning, like there's more to it than just going to work every day, that they're actually contributing to the world around them. But they've actually been able to measure that when you start turning around and focusing on the happiness of your staff, that your bottom line will go up 23% wow. because your employees are the people that are out there representing your companies in a facet of ways. And I don't just mean your sales team, but I mean, you're behind either scenes, workers, everything. And the reason your bottom line is going to go up for a couple of reasons is first of all, when you start focusing on the happiness of your people, their stress goes down. That's something called cortisol in our bodies. And the challenge is, is that the more cortisol you have is you're actually dropping your immune system. So here's the neat tie in for productivity and businesses is that when your people are feeling stressed, anxiety, not liking where they are, not liking being at work, not liking their jobs, is that their immune response goes down. Well, guess what happens? Your employees start getting sick constantly and costing and costing the company more money. It costs companies billions of dollars every year because their employees are not being productive because of illness. And that's because their immune systems are low. They're under too much stress. They're under too much pressure. That's the immune response that costs companies billions. And that's just one of it. And the other part is, is that employees that are depressed, suffering from emotional, um, you know, discourse in their life, that could be depression, that could be anxiety, that costs them alone so much money because your employees aren't showing up to work and they're not as productive. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about their thinking brains. The happier employees are, the better their brains are actually fun functioning and working. So this all ties into your bottom line of your business. And when you start focusing on where your employees at, where they are in their lives, where their emotions are at, your bottom line is going to go up for solely that purpose. Wow. They will wow. become the best representatives for your company and their emotions, their happiness, the way they feel about working with the company will literally reflect 
to everyone around them. And that includes their social media. That includes the customers that they're talking to in every area of your business. Wow. Now, earlier you had mentioned a three-step process. Is that the stack theory? Because that's that's got four components. Or is there something? There you go. Nope. So these are, those are the components of it. So the three-step process is literally this simple in your day. So the first thing you have to do is when you wake up in the morning, what are you thinking about the minute that you wake up? Where can you start focusing on? And and I do this with my kids, but it really, anybody can do it. I've actually, the reason I know is because I've done it for myself, um, is when you wake up in the morning, how can you start your day thinking of three things that make you happy? And I don't mean things I always call them unconditional things. So things, maybe it's not your spouse lying beside you because maybe you got into a fight three days ago. So don't focus on the things that kind of come and go. Focus on the things. So for me, I get up in the morning, I step outside into my garden. My garden brings me so much joy. So even at four in the morning, because that's when I get up, Mark, I'm just like you, is I can step out of my garden and look up at the stars. You know, I look at my, uh, I'll literally walk around my garden and just be in it because it's a place that brings me a lot of joy and happiness and it never fights back. So that's kind of one of the places I start. I start with really easy things. I start with like butterflies and I start with hummingbirds. Um, you know, I stay away from my phone or I'll listen to inspirational music. That's one of the tools that I will do as well is music that just, I, I say it feeds your soul. It's that goosebump kind of music. I start my day with that. So I'm kind of already getting my juices flowing for happiness for the day. So that gets my thinking brain already in a place that it needs to be. The next one is the activation. What can you do somewhere in your day, either before lunchtime or right around lunchtime, where you can give back? So when I say, how can you give back? Can you um, send a friend just a note to check in, one of those virtual hugs that we've all been doing. Can you send a note of gratitude to somebody in your life? Could you, on your way to work, buy somebody a coffee? Could you buy people on your team a coffee and bring it into work with you? You know, I know we're all being very careful with COVID and, and what we're handling right now, but there's a, there are ways that you can still give very easily um, in your life. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be money by any means. It's just little small things to get to activate that daily dose of happiness that we're talking about. And then the very last thing that we say is before you go to bed, practice gratitude. Not everything in your day will be perfect, but where can you find your moments that before you put your head on your pillow and you close your eyes, where can you find the gratitude in your day? Did you learn something new? Did you have um, one of your associates at work help you with something or or do something that was um, put you in, in a more productive place in your day? Were you able to turn around and help somebody else with something that they needed? You know, were you happy that you just got to sit down with your family and have a meal at the end of the day because you got home from work in time? Were you happy that the traffic wasn't jammed up and you weren't stuck in traffic on the way home? Find those little things and find three things that you're grateful for. And that's why you have now planted happiness in your day at three different intervals during the day. And it doesn't give you a chance for that monkey mind to take you down the tube and you've got to create it consciously and aware of it. It's like, you got to put it in your calendar and go, I got to get out of my head and go practice. I got to get out of my head and go practice. And when you become consciously aware of how you're feeling, you'll actually go, wow, I'm sitting here talking to myself. I'm talking myself down a negative drain right now. And I know I can change this. And this is when you got to walk away. It takes five minutes. You walk away, you start changing it around, and you get back to work. I'm not saying this has to take hours. You don't have to meditate all day, every day, but you've got to start becoming aware of where you're at in your day and making that effort to change it around. 
And listener, uh, you got a gift because item number three, your gratitude journal, what did you learn today? Well, Jacqueline gave you a lot to learn. So you already got one of the three knocked out already. So congratulations on you. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about this hashtag 365 give. What, what's that all about? Yeah, you bet. It's um, So 365 Give, um, was, it was actually a personal parenting project that I started with my oldest son when he was just three years old. Um, I had a very clear goal as a parent that the most important kind of expectations or things that I wanted for my child is that he grew up being just a compassionate, loving, happy person. And what I realized is that I had to kind of set him on track for this. And so before he started school, um, I wanted to teach my son um, how he could be that kind, kind of compassionate, loving little human being. And so we made a commitment together on his third birthday that we were going to do one thing to give back to the world every day for 365 days. Yes, every day of the year. Nice. Um, talking about practicing a habit of something. But I figured if we did this every day of the year, that he would automatically, his brain and his body would be programmed to just naturally find ways to give back every day um, in his life. And so that's what we did. I literally started, and this is going back a lot of years ago, but I started a blog about it when blogs were really big. <laughs> kind of like pod, kind of like podcasts are right now. And uh, the really neat thing about by us sharing our stories, and I was actually just sharing our stories for our friends and family, people from all over the world started following along with our journey. And they were inspired because of my son, Nick, because the things that we did to give back were so simple, a three-year-old could do them. And that's what people have to remember about giving back. It doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be hard. Well, long story short, um, and lots of great synchronicities and lots of things that just showed up in my world, we ended up um, shortly after completing our 365 days of giving, creating an educational program uh, for schools. And I am not a teacher, I'm not an educator, um, but I had a friend who was, and she really wanted to take this into her classroom. So we created a program. I mean, talk about being happy and clear-minded. Um, I'm, I'm a non-educator and I created an educational program that we implemented into schools, which has now um, gone to over 350 different schools with 35,000 children globally, um, which is we're just amazed at every day. Um, and we have literally created um, a mem I, we have members or groups. We've created um, a website. We'll re-inspire and educate the hearts and minds of people on how they can be happy and how they can give back in the world. Because what we know is that when we come together and give, we could create the world that we want. It doesn't have to be so difficult because when you give, it creates a ripple effect. And that TED Talk is such a great example of how I got up on stage a couple of years ago. I shared our story, how to be happy every day. It will change the world. Uh, you know, 5 million people, like I, it, it shocks me every day, uh, you know, have watched our TED Talk and the amount of people that have been inspired by my son's story um, continues to ripple every single day. It's one of the reasons Mark, you and I found each other. Um, it was for exactly that reason. And what we have come to realize is that um, the amount of happiness it brings to other people, we've understand the neuroscience of it now. And, and we know that when you activate, activate the best in you, the best in humanity, um, you literally increase the energy that comes off your heart, um, which activates everything in your body. And all of a sudden, 
um, you know, we've got a lot of good going on in the world. We're creating a happier world together. And that's that's where 365 Give came from. And Do One Give Day is our, um, our annual event. And we encourage people all over the globe to do one small act of giving. We do it as a social media campaign. We do it for kids in schools. We do it for families. Um, and we just love seeing this ripple effect of the giving and happiness um, that we're sharing that keeps spreading out to the world every day. That's incredible. So I know my listener is completely enraptured by everything you said. Where can we go to find out more about you and your mission? You bet. So uh, really simple. It's 365give.ca. We are a Canadian-based charitable organization. You can definitely go watch our TED Talk, How to Be Happy Every Day. It will change the world. Our information is in there as well. Um, and we're on social media. We're on most platforms, uh, You know, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Twitter. Occasionally, I'm not so good on Twitter, <laughs> uh, but we'll get better at it. Uh, but, you know, most of all, come to our website, go watch the talk, see if it inspires you. Um, and our blog on our website, we continually update it. And so we are sharing all of these nuggets. We're sharing, um, you know, all about well-being, happiness and giving uh, there. And we hope that it will inspire everybody here to find their own path to happiness. You're never going to find it in the outside world if you're looking for it in what you're experiencing on the outside world. So you got to look through it with a different lens because it all starts from inside of us. We were born to be happy and you just got to understand how it works and how to activate it every day. Well, Jacqueline, I am so happy that you are on the show. You delivered so much insights and so much valuable information. Thank you so much for being such an incredible guest. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for having me and all that you share to, to motivate people, to inspire people. And of course, make them more productive in all areas of their life, because that's true happiness right there. And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Find out how I can coach you for less than a dollar a day. No joke. And also, you can get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens at mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.